everybody and thank you very much for joining welcome to the noble faculty podcast oh, hi. i am the host top balashe and in the studio with me today i have one of my sisters we actually haven't seen each other for a while in like, ages like, ages it's been months it's been months it's Welcome on to the podcast, thank Vicky. You. It's a pleasure to be on here. Thank you very much. And I brought my my sister on. I brought Vicky on because in the time that we haven't seen each other, yeah. we've both made very good moves, very powerful moves. Yeah, a lot's been happening. A lot's been, a happening. Lot's been happening. And I'll tell you now, Vicky was one of the people who inspired me to chase my goals. And I'll tell really? you the reason. Yeah, because Vicky, from the time I met you, You've always been about, right, what are we doing next? What are we doing next? In fact, I want you to to tell us what exactly you do because you're not here just because you're my sister. You know that. You make moves. <laughs> so I want you to list all the things you've done, all the things you're doing. Um. Wow. Where do I begin? As bro said, my name is Victoria, Victoria Ajimobi. Um, I am, first of all, a mum, yes. a new mum. Um, I am also an entrepreneur. Yes. I also work in HR. Yes. I'm all of those things and more. <laughs> so, what are some of your entrepreneurial uh, entrepreneurial? So, pursuits? I'm in the beauty industry. So, I do hair, um, permanent makeup, yes. um, lash extensions. Don't just say lash extensions. You've got your own line. I do have my Thank own you. line of lashes. Yes, I do. Called? Vashes. Thank you. Um, I think my old beauty thing is Vashes Beauty. Yes. Yeah, I have my own line of ex um, lash extensions and I actually do, um, what's the word for it? Do lash extensions yeah. on people as well. Um, I do microblading, which is a form of um, semi-permanent eyebrows. Okay. Um, I also do makeup as well. And you have your own, I don't know, salon I studio? I have my own little studio. Uh -huh. Yes, I do. So you see. <laughs> so you're underselling yourself here. I, I, I think I tend to a lot. Time, and, well, I listen, tend to. Hey, listen, don't. And now you've started a new venture. Yes, I have. I have. So I've just started a new podcast with a friend of mine. Um, we're both new moms. Um, and it's called Two Tired Moms. Yes. So, I mean, the whole idea stemmed, actually, funny enough, we got the name from our husbands because okay. me, myself and Shirley both had, uh, we were both pregnant together. Our babies are one day apart. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're both one day apart. Um, so we've been through the journey together and it's a running joke where every time we'd always be like, we're tired, we're tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. <laughs> so that was a thing for our husbands and they were just like, why don't you guys just start a podcast and call it Two Tired Mums? And we're like, oh, okay, that's, that's, that's a good idea, actually. Why not? Um, why not? We might as well. So, yeah, we've started, um, we started that. Our episodes go live every Tuesday. Okay. So. And that's... the one I was listening to was the one you were saying, um, you were talking about, oh, they never tell you about the what. Things they never tell yes, you. Yes, that was the one. That like, the one. do you know what? It's funny because. Whilst we were both going through pregnancy, we just thought to ourselves, like, okay, yeah, everybody tells you, yeah, be pregnant, yeah, pregnancy is good, it's fine, you know, yeah, 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 you swell up. But nobody tells you, like, the details, like, 
everything that actually happens. I mean, it's different for every woman, but like nobody goes in detail and tell you that, you know, you're going to get hemorrhoids. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> you know, you're going to be sick. You're going to get anemia. You're going to get diabetes. These are key things that we need to know as women. Like I need to know that my body is going to do a 360 on yeah. me and I'm not going to be in control. You so see, You see, this is the funny thing. I, I don't know about other men. Yeah. When my wife is being pregnant. Yeah. For our three children, I just find her so much more attractive. <laughs> I just, must be nice. <laughs> I don't like, I just look at her. Like, I just, I, I don't know. She just does something to me. <laughs> like, it, I, I, I can assure you that the attraction increases when she's pregnant. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. There's something about her being a woman that force of nature is just i mean i guess looking at it looking at it from the outside it must i don't know i don't see the attraction i mean really i i don't want to say i hated being pregnant i did like being pregnant but at the same time i like my body like i was a small size i still am size eight you know petite and i liked that being pregnant i was just like yeah. <laughs> i'm big <laughs> I I, th I saw you. Did I see you when you were pregnant? You didn't. I don't think nobody saw me. I don't think anybody saw me when yeah, I was pregnant. Okay, no, I don't think so. I don't remember you being. You've never been big. No, I, I wasn't big. I was rounded. So yeah. it was more. I was more belly, to be honest, than anything. I didn't actually born anyway. I was just more belly. Okay. Um, I mean, even that for me was just like. This is, this, is, this is big belly like where's my six pack gone i want my six pack back i'm probably never gonna get it back but hey hey listen we I, I just want you to know you are gorgeous Thank however you. you are Thank you. right now one of the reasons why i wanted to talk to you one before you became a parent mm -hmm. before you became a mother i've always known your drive You've always been, I remember when you were doing these networking things. Yeah. Also, you had this thing where it's like, um, oh, what was it called? Where you had, um, oh, what's the, the, not, what's the board thing? you Vision board. Vision board. Yes. You had a vision board event. Yes, I did. You had all these kind of, and then even, even you, you went on to say, all right, build your CV. To, yeah. You started a CV uh, <sighs> adjustment. Like you do so many different things. You know, oh, it's so crazy that you mentioned all these things. And it's, I, I think. Being a mom has taken over such a big part of my life in the last year that I actually forget. I've forgotten everything that I used to do in yeah. a way. So like, even like you said, even doing the vision board um, event, that's always been a big thing for me. Like I, I like to see, you know, put things down on paper and to see where I'm going to be, what I'm going to be doing in the next couple of years. Like I'm the kind of person that I get all these ideas and when I get an idea, I want to do it like now, 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 now. If I don't do it now, 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 it's like nothing's working yeah. and I can't function. Yeah. So even though it might not work out in the end, at least I know that I've done it and I've yeah. tried and it failed. Cool. What's the next idea? So you don't have a fear of failure when you go into Never. These You just. I just do it. I mean, what's the worst that will happen? I lose money. Okay, cool. My money will come. Ooh, I and, like, like that. that's literally how I see it. Like I invest and I know like I've invested so much of my money into so many business ideas and a lot of them have failed. I'm not even going to lie. Like a lot of them have failed, but I'm just like, okay, cool. What's next? Uh, wow. But you see, it seems like I'm the total opposite to you, you see, 
before I invest in anything, I need to think about it, research it, yeah. be sure about it, make sure this is what I really want. Like, yeah, I, I wish I had that. I, I, <laughs> not, you see, no, I wish I had what you have because you can't be an entrepreneur. You can't be a business person. There needs to be not, a balance. Though. There needs to be a balance. But you see, you can't be on. The, I agree. You can't be on either extreme. Mm. I agree with that. But. I think I would rather have the motivation and the drive to go ahead with something than be tentative with it. Yeah. Because you would end up not doing anything. I think for me, what has been my push and motivation has been, you know, trying to find my purpose. Ah. So it's like, okay, what am I doing with myself? What am I giving back? What am I like? Okay, I've been put on her for a reason, but what is that reason? Mm. And I think that's why I've been so like motivated to do so many things. Like, okay, cool. Events. Am I good at events? I don't know. Let's do it. Let's give it a go. I enjoyed it for a bit. Eh, not for me. And I moved on to the next thing. Beauty. Okay, I've been in and out of that for like the last few years of my life, but it's still going. So that seems to be like the main thing that I'm still holding on to, you know. Even with my career, like, I studied biological science at uni. Did you? Yeah. What? Yeah, I studied... <laughs> yeah. Huh? yeah. I studied biological science at uni, and I just never went down. I just never... So where did HR come from? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> studied biological science at uni, hated the idea of working in a lab. I didn't even apply for jobs in it. I just thought, not for me. It's never going to happen. But because I'd started a course at uni, I've been brought up. So, you know, when I start something, I have to finish it. I've been brought up in that way. So I just thought I'd finish the course, finished it. Honestly, when I finished uni, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. Like, I remember there was a time when I was at home one day and my mom came home and I was just crying because I was just thought, you know, a lot of my mates are out there working, doing something. I didn't have a job. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I had all these ideas, no source of income nothing was definite in my life at that point and my mum was just like you know what you just have to keep trying mm. you're not going to know until you try something you're not going to know what you want to do and funny enough um uncle t uncle taiwo yeah yeah yeah. yeah he yeah. told me about hr really? he's the one that got me into it so he sent me a few online courses that i looked into and i thought okay this is something that might be interesting i don't mind doing and then I took another risk and decided to do my CIPD. I remember when you were doing your CIPD. That cost me three grand. Yes, I remember I didn't that. have a job. I remember that. <laughs> I, no, I remember that very well because yeah. Yeah, I remember when you were doing that. Yeah. Luckily for me, by the time I started my CIPD, I got a job at Carphone. So I was yes. paying for that course through um, my um, salary from Carphone. Yeah. And then... I managed, I just got into HR through that. And I've enjoyed it for the last three years or so. So... It's wow. been, it was a risk at the time to pay for a course that I don't even know if I'm going to end up doing, but or enjoying, Honestly, but well done. it's well paid done off. It's paid up. off. Well done. Sometimes you got to try. Yeah, you just and, have this to. Is, and this is the thing. So what you, what I've just taken from what you've said, number one, you need to remove that fear factor. Yeah. So even if you're planning and thinking about it, you can't be fearful. Like fear doesn't. Yeah. I think that's definitely. fear of failing. I've never had that. That's one thing that I've. Never had. I think I've just always been like, what's the worst that would, would happen? happen? Like, I'm not going to die. I mean, that's literally the worst thing that, ain't, that can happen to anybody. If that's not there, then what's the worst that will happen? Wow. In anything you do, like, literally, what's the worst that can come out of it? That's how I think. That's how I see things. 
and you see, and this is one of the reasons why why I've admired you for so long, because I didn't understand where you got the drive. Now I kind of understand because it's like if you have the idea, yeah, you just need to get out there. You can't. I mean, I think I got it from my mom, honestly. Like my mom's been, she's, oh, you've met her. She's a different person. She's well. she's a powerful force. She's just, no matter where she is, you know she's there. Funny enough, the last person I recorded with on this podcast yeah. is your sister. Is it? Yes. <laughs> Um, BJ and shout out to BJ. Yeah, uh, she's the got real her Mobalaji. Al- yeah, real Mobalaji. She's got her <laughs> album out. Yeah, uh, me And I was telling, I was, I was saying, she was telling me how. So we recorded. So yeah. this is where it came from. Uh, I recorded something with BJ, uh, an event where she was performing, and your mom was singing back and back up. And <laughs> I was looking at the video, and I, you know, I looked at the video, and I, I'm not being funny. I looked into your mom's eyes from the video and this one was proud. Yeah. And she was rocking and trying yeah. for, like she would, and there was a part of the song when it was like, bend down, bend low, bend low, something like and that. And she's properly into it. I'm like, <laughs> like, so what, one of the things I'm trying to get at here is you had a sort of, the, the sort of, I don't want to say, backing support foundation yeah. to enable you to 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 definitely i think my mom has been the way we're set up so me my mom and my sister we're so close and we've we've all you know come from you know i don't want to use the word we come from a broken family Hmm. but we've turned that into a positive and just kind of grown from it so rather than oh okay yeah we're broken family what will people say my mom's always been like Okay, they said this, then what? Okay. Do they kill you? Are they paying your bills? Are they like, so what if they say, like, it's one of those things that if somebody says something, they can't even say nothing. Like, yeah. if you say something about my mom or my sister, it's going down. I was going to say, it's I was going down. Say, <laughs> I, I've had to tell you in the, I won't, I won't go into it. I've had to tell you in a couple of situations, like, Vicky. Like, you can't, you like, can't. It's not every time. Like, you can't talk bad can't about t- my family. We can't turn just, up all the time. And I, <laughs> that's one thing. Like, I don't, I'm not a violent person, but if no. you say something about my family, I will tell you about yourself. Yeah. I don't care who you are, I don't care how old you are. Like, because you don't know us. You don't know our story. You don't know where we've come from. So for you to think that you have a right to, to say something. Yeah. I, I, I nah. really do understand that. So your mom has been a very She's powerful definitely. force shout out behind to her. you. Shout out to, shout out to your mom. Um, because, I've, I mean, I, I, I don't know your mom too, too well. But yeah. I know your mom. Yeah. And for me, I told BJ, I said... The first time I saw your mom, your mom scared me. <laughs> I, I don't you. mess. I don't mess with your mom. Like she's always been nice. She's yeah. like I just. I just nah, she's like, nice. Just don't step on her toes. Like I, she's good. Like for me, I just felt like yeah, don't. don't cross. <laughs> and she's always been nice though. She's your an open book. Like, she yeah. She's an open yeah, book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like she will tell you how it is. Yes. And if you don't like it, that's fine. Yeah. Stay back. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I like your mom. Yeah. I like your mom. No, she's definitely been, and she's always been a, very supportive of whatever we want to do. So even BJ getting into music, like she would literally pack her bags and fly with my sister to Nigeria to go and do her recordings. Yeah. Like if I, like she, she's not your typical Nigerian mom. She's, she's brought us up in a sense that we're able to talk to her about literally 
anything. Right. Boyfriends, you know, relationships. Like, all my, my mom knew all my boyfriends. Really? Even before I got married, I would literally like trap them and be like, oh, come, oh, mom, this is that guy. Just so yeah. if I'm missing, you know where I am. Like she right. knew everybody. Like she knew all my friends. Like she's in, our, not in our business in a bad way, but yeah. we made her know our business. Like, mom, this is it. Yeah. Like we're not hiding nothing from you. We have that type of relationship. And I'm very grateful for that because not everyone has that. Yeah, that's like that's not correct. everybody has that. Like that's she, correct. whatever we want to do, even when I finished, when I was about to finish uni, you know, she knew I wasn't happy with the course I was doing, but she, she was just like, you know what, you've started it, finish it, and then we move from there. You know, she she, she tried her best, you know, even do research, see what it is that I could do. Yeah. She's been very supportive, even of my business ideas. You know, I want to do events. She'd be like, okay, so what do you need? How do we move forward? Da, 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 da. She, like, she, okay, it's failed. What next? Wow. Like, she's been very, very supportive of everything that I do. So it's like, if I have an idea, I'm like, mom, what do you think? I'm thinking to do this. Da, 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 da. Oh, Vicky, you know, I think you should do it this way. Do that. Like, she's always been that person. She's like a, you know, what's the word? My backing yeah, sound support, like, yeah, yeah, like sounding board, everything. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah, shout out to mum, shout out to all mums. Yeah, who never give up on their children's, honestly. I wish I'm, I just hope to, you know, emulate that, emulate for your that. Own, yeah. for your lovely daughter. Yes, by the way, I just want to say your daughter's gorgeous. She's absolutely she looks gorgeous. Like me, <laughs> She's gorgeous. <laughs> She's gorgeous. I confirmed that. Yeah. And shout out to your husband as well. Yes. SOJ. I don't want to I don't want to bait him out. But <laughs> we're we're live we're, we're broadcasting yeah. live. But yes, SOJ, he's my guy. I like him. I hope he used some of the tips that I told him. Oh. He would know what I told him, where I told him. Okay. Sure tips. That. Okay. Yes. So, um, this is one of the things. So since we're on the on on the uh discussion of support, yeah. You're a married woman. You're a mother. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much of the things you used to do you're still doing, but mm. I know you've still got your studio, your 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 Vashi studio. Yeah. You've now started a podcast. You'll be going back to work soon. Hopefully very yeah. soon, yeah. Now, as a mom, as a woman and as a mom, is this I'm gonna I, look, I'll just have this conversation yeah. with you straight. Is not I don't wanna say is this feasible. How is this how do you think this will impact on your ambitions? How will that impact on your personal life? Because, you know, some people say women can't have it all. Yeah. And then how has your ambition had an effect? Has it had an effect on your marriage? Because some men, I'm not saying all men, and mm -hmm. I'm definitely not saying SOJ. Some men are intimidated by ambitious women. Yeah. So how does, how do you, where, where do you stand on that? It's a very good question. I'm not going to lie. Do you know what? In the first three months after I had my baby, it took me a lot to get back up, hmm. to get back to doing what I could. Yeah. And not because, I mean, I had a very easy pregnancy. My daughter's, she's amazing, honestly. Yeah. Like, she doesn't cry. She Like, when I say she's amazing, she's amazing. She's perfect. So I did not have a, you know, I don't have a difficult child. I did not have a, you know, difficult labor, pregnancy, um, whatever. But um, it just took me a lot to find myself again. Okay. And it was just a matter of, you know, I've just had a baby. That baby was just it, like my, what my, my your, whole your mind revolved around, around that baby. Like, 
I didn't even, majority of the time, I didn't even acknowledge my husband, like, because I just thought, well, you're a grown up, look after yourself. Yeah. And it took me a lot to get back to, you know, there'll be days where I, that I could literally stay at home a whole week, not mm. step out. Mm. But I would just be indoors because I just felt like, uh, where am I going to? Yeah. And I think we've been a new mum as well. It's hard because even with your friendship group, you lo- you don't realise, but you lose a lot of more friends. They say when you get married, you lose friends. But when you actually have a baby, you lose more friends. The people that you see regularly, you don't even see anymore. Yeah. Like you don't, because you don't have the time. And even when you have the time, you just, you want, you just want to be yourself. You want to be by yourself. So for me to now, you know, it took a while for me to get back to where I wanted to be. So even going back to doing Vashes. So that, I didn't start down until like middle of this year, like June, July. I had my baby in March. And I had to push myself because I just thought to myself, one day I just woke up and I just thought to myself, who are you? Like... I couldn't, it, it, I didn't understand who I was anymore. Yeah. I, I remember that day I was, I was talking to my husband and I was just crying. I was just thinking to myself, I don't know who I am. Like, yes, I'm a mum. Yes, I'm your wife. But apart from that. Who, who are you? Who am I? Yeah. Like, who am I? I literally was asking myself that question. Like, what do I do? Like, do I even, I don't even have time for myself. I don't give time for myself. My life is either a baby, husband, cooking, cleaning, this, that, mm. that. And I just thought, you know what? I need to get out of this or else I'm going to lose myself. I literally saw, I was looking depression in the eye and I just thought, nah, that's not going to be me. Like, I'm not going down that route. We need to get back to where we were. So decided, yeah, I need to get my little studio running. Luckily for me, I'm blessed with a um, great mother-in-law who has a, a shop. I opened my little studio at the back of our shop so I was able to get started and because she's self-employed she was able to help with the baby so if I had customers the baby would be with her you know we were all in this in the shop together and it it really helped a lot I think having that support there is one key factor like you if you don't have support so especially in this country it's very isolating for new moms you know in Nigeria like Everybody looks after your child. Yes, you have yes, neighbors that yes. will literally collect your child and go. I remember when we was younger, my mom used to say like she she could go like a whole week and not see me or my sister yeah. because neighbors are taking us and yeah. she had no worries. Worry about yeah. You can't about. do that here unless you know you trust that person and even then you still have to be very careful yeah. with who you trust. Even if you trust them, even you if, don't know exactly. how much of an inconvenience you're being exactly. to the person. Exactly. You don't want to be an inconvenience but because it's my mother-in-law, I'm just like, bro, you wanted this grandchild, look after the grandchild. <laughs> 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 like, take her, that's your baby Shout now. Shout out to SJ's mom. Honestly, like, she's amazing for me. She's been a blessing to me. So, um, I'm like, yeah, take your grandchild, that's your child now, I don't want anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, having that support has been a key thing. Now, we being ambitious, I think for it not to affect my marriage, I think myself and Soj have an understanding and we have a lot of talks, so we communicate mm. a lot. So what we do is, you know, we just talk. And I think we're both on the same path. So we, we talk about what we want to do in the next year or so, where we want to be, what we want to be doing. And how we're going to get there. Yeah. So it's just having that communication. I mean, um, we just actually, last weekend, we went on a couple's um, weekend away. And 
with that as well, I had to bring in my vision board, <laughs> like a certain into everybody. Yeah. Like we must do this. Um, so, you know, we had the vision board, put ideas on paper, like this is where we want to be. You know, we want to be retired by the age of 40. We want to be doing this. But how are we going to get there? What do we need to do to get there? You know, and, you know, we're literally putting ideas to people like, OK, this is what this is the next move. This is what we want to do. I think it's literally just communicating with each other. Yeah. And honestly, going back to work is also it's not been a fear of mine when I had my baby, I said I didn't want to go back to work. But ideally, realistically, I have to because bills got to be bills paid. Bills got to be paid, yes. But, um, you know, finding that balance, I think it's just something that I just feel like when I get to that stage, I will have to just cross that bridge when I get there. And it's more of, do I want to make that sacrifice now so I can enjoy later or do I want to enjoy now and be suffering later? later? I think that's how I see it. So it's like I can either do everything now and reap the rewards later or just be working for the rest of my life type of thing. Yeah. And I don't really want to be like the way I see it. I want in the next five, ten years, I want to be able to be not be working Right. Be at home. If I'm working, it's because I want to, and yeah. it will be my business. Be at home. Be able to spend time with my kids, and that's literally all I want to be able to do, be able to do. So you've said a couple of things that I'll quickly point on. Yeah. So clearly, you've got your own personal passion and drive, mm -hmm. and that's why you're able to get up and do stuff. Yeah. But you see, after you had your baby, as you said. You didn't understand. <sighs> this yeah. is what child, child motherhood is. Is it looks all glamorous, and a lot of women go through that, not understanding that. I don't want to say it's normal, but they're not alone in that journey. Because I understand, I understand what you're saying mm -hmm. because my wife went through something similar, and I didn't understand. This is the other thing. It's good that you have a very good um, line of communication with yeah. your husband. My wife used to tell me, "I'm a wife." I'm a mother, but who am I? That question bugged but, me. Yeah. What kind of nonsense question was that? That was what I was thinking. Yeah, you in it? <laughs> I didn't get it. I, for me, I like what like I didn't get it. And obviously, and we're 15 years into yeah. our relationship. And later on, did I understand that a woman also needs to be themselves? Because a man, I'm here in the studio with you. Yeah. Who's with the kids? Go. Yeah. Who's with the kids? Yeah. She's the one with the kids. But for a woman, it's different. It is. And it doesn't necessarily have to be if you're sharing responsibilities. I mean, I say I communicate with my husband. Doesn't mean he actually understands what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he, he's, no, I'm he's not having that. To, he needs no, to, I my need guy. to, I'm I need to hammer it in I'm a few times. That. Like, no, no, bro. No. I'm, I'm not having that from you. <laughs> No, I'm not having that it's from you. It's true, though. It's true. Like, That's my guy. Do you guy. know what it is? I just feel like guys just don't understand. And it's like, I just feel like men will never understand. I mean, never they will never truly, under truly yeah, fully yeah. understand yes, because yes. they're not the ones that, I mean, when I had, I mean, when I, the first few months, I mean, I remember Suji would just be like, yeah, I have to go this. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. You didn't have to, in my head, it's like, you didn't have to think about that. You just told me and you're going. And you're gone. Yeah. If I have to go out, I'm thinking, okay, right. So I have to give you advance notice. Yes. 
I have to plan the baby's yes. food, make sure the baby's bath, yes. make sure the baby's okay, yes. do this, do that, yes. do that, do that, do that, make sure you have dinner yes. to eat. Yes, 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 yes. But you just yes. up and go. Yes. And that that really used to bug me. Yes. Oh my yes. God. I'd yes. be like, are you okay? Where are you yeah. going? No, sit at home. We're sitting at home <laughs> together. <laughs> if I can't go, you're you not You can't going. go. Where are yes. you going to? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally understand that. Oh, but yeah. just, so now I understand. Yeah. That. Um, but you After see. After the third child. <laughs> no, 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 no. Before, before, before. But I, it, it took me a very long time. Yeah. And now I, I understand that sometimes I'm not saying I fully understand, but I know I can make small things, small actions. It makes, gestures, a, dip, big makes a big difference. For instance, my wife would love to cook. She loves cooking. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for that. If she's cooking, you take care of the kids. Even if it's go and do your homework, mm-hmm. go and take a bath, brush your teeth. She doesn't have to do everything. Yeah, You know, things like that. Do you know what? It's so crazy that you say that. And I think what a lot of guys, I mean, I had to have this conversation. I had to be like, you know, my love language is like act of service. Yes. So for me, act of service is a big thing. So yeah. it's like, don't buy me nothing. Yeah. I don't want what you're, I don't even want your money. Yeah. Keep it to yourself. But wash those dishes, I'll yeah. love you for life. Yeah. Like, that's what I want. So yeah. if I'm doing this, do that. Yes. Or I, just stand with me in the kitchen yeah. and let's have this conversation. Yeah. Or just just be around me and look busy. Yeah. Uh, you might not be doing it to the best of your abilities, but I know you're doing yeah. something. And that's taking that's taking away from what I still need to do. Yeah, it, it's you're, it's You don't feel isolated. Yeah. And I think a lot of women... Um, I don't know if it's in relationships or in motherhood, but I, I feel I gather because I talk to a lot of other women as well. There's a sense of isolation with women mm-hmm. because you always have to be the mother, the wife uh, and everything. Yeah. You get lost. You're the house. Yeah. You get lost in that. So as you said, for me, for instance, I take the kids, I take my, my younger one to school in the morning. Yeah. I'm the one who picks him up. She would, uh, sorry, I'll drop him. She'll pick him up. So we do, yeah. we do things like that rather than everything relying on her. On her. So th- I understand what you've just said yeah. there. And that's quite important. But now that you're a mother, a professional, an entrepreneur, just about, yeah. yeah, you've also started your podcast. Now, with your podcast, I um I know you've got a uh, a, a co-host. Yeah. I, I I don't know her name. Shirley. Shirley, that's right. So with Shirley, you and Shirley, I think these are things that men should listen to. Yeah. And I tell you the reason why. Knowing you, I know you can't keep your gob quiet. <laughs> you're like I know, <laughs> but you're putting it to good use. Exactly. And I think. When you're listening to your partner or your spouse, you don't quite hear. You, you're, you're hearing. You can't. That's, yeah. You, you hear, but you're not listening. Listening, right? But when you hear it from a different perspective, it's like, oh. oh, is this what it means? And I tell guys, I'm like, listen, if you want to make a woman, this is what people don't understand. People think I'm too domesticated. Nah. People think I'm whipped. My wife has me on the. They say this a lot, and they don't understand. When my wife is happy, you're she happier. Go, oh, you're happy, and that you know, a lot of guys don't understand that. It's like if you if I come home and everything's clean yeah. and I feel like raw, I don't have to do anything. Yeah, mate, it's going down. Yeah, and this it's is going down. Right. But if I'm washing dishes, to, to win a child, 
Better go to bed. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me tell you something, right? I'm going to tell you. See, you know, I'll tell you after. No, we are live. No, no, no. I'll tell you. I'll tell you after. I'll tell you after. But all I'm going to say to you is I didn't understand it because my wife used to say, look, she has to do the dishes, get them to bed, tidy up the house, yeah. do the washing. I just, I, you know, when you look at it, it's like, me too. from the outside it's like yeah. it's not a lot just it's, do it innit yeah, but, but it's a lot it's a lot yeah it's I'm not gonna lie to you so I'm not gonna lie I respect mothers yeah. I really like and if you've witnessed childbirth in Ooh. your life I don't know how it is for, I don't wanna be condescending to talk about the woman's experience of it yeah from a man's experience of it ah if you've ever seen what a woman goes through especially my wife my wife is quiet but I think she's mean. She can be horrible. I hate silent treatment. I hate that. Like, I hate, I, I hate, I, I don't want to. Oh, gosh. But you see, when she's in pain, in child labor, it's different. It's different. Uh, I don't know. What did, what were your expectations of, of labor uh, compared to you know what, what? Ha- actually happened? Uh, <laughs> It was a, it's a bit of a weird one for me because obviously I already had like a pre-experience okay. before that. Yeah. So I kind of knew what to expect. Right. So my mom was just like, you know what, okay, remember that time? Now imagine that times two. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, thanks for that, mom. I'll remember, I'll keep that in mind. So already for me, I was just like, I know what it's going to feel like. It might be worse. It was, it was it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was crying after that. I was just like, no, I can't do this. I want to go home. I know. Take this baby out. I remember like, they would literally send me back from home from the hospital because I wasn't dilated. I'm just like, take the baby oh, out. Dilated. Take oh, the baby did. out. <laughs> yeah. But luckily for me, like I was only labeled like three hours. Thank oh, really? God. Yeah. And Your I had a water child? birth. Yeah. I had a water oh, birth okay. as well. So that was amazing. It felt like I was just on clouds. So. No, any drugs or whatever. They I was on them. gas. Yes, I had gas. Okay. But okay. Ima- gas on water. I was just yeah. like. Yeah, it, it, floating. it felt calming. Yeah. It was calming. It was soothing. And I had the best team as well. I had like the midwife I was with. She was amazing. Um, so it. For me, I feel like when I hear other people's labor story, I'm like, was there Sorry, Soji there for the Soji was there? So I yeah. had Soji and my mum as my birthing partners. So Soji's just like, oh, I heard, I just heard him screaming, oh my god, I can see the air, there's only water. Yeah, <laughs> What's wrong yeah. with you? <laughs> yeah, were you on your back or were no? You on I was your on knees? my knees. Okay, yeah, yeah it was yeah. easier. I don't know why they told me we'd sit on their back because I tried it and I was just like, well, you people are telling me to push. I'm pushing, <laughs> but nothing's happening. <laughs> I was like, nah, this isn't working. I just got on my knees and boom, the baby came out. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, the first experience really humbled yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> the second experience made me really love my wife. Not that I didn't love, but you know, it's like yeah, I had it a, changes your. Do yeah. you know, I feel like the first time it, it doesn't really hit you guys as much. Like, yeah, because I mean, it was a humbling experience. Don't <laughs> yeah. get me wrong. But it was a humbling experience becoming a father. Yeah. To, it was like, wow, look at life. Yeah. The second one was like, oh my God, look at my my wife. And then with the third. I think third, I need to have the second one. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm telling you, like my my wife on the second one, she was, and she ate healthy and everything. Ooh. The first child between contractions and childbirth the whole day the whole process was about 28 hours whoa and when i heard that whole you see when you just said that word dilated i hate it because 
I think after 24 hours, she was only 20, uh, she was only seven meters. Oh my God. Yeah. No, three, four meters, four centimeters dilated after 24 hours. So that, that whole dilated, but then with the second in about three hours or so, yeah, she was already quicker. seven. And oh, by the way, oh, this is another, oh my God, don't make fun of me. I didn't know the more kids you have, uh, the quicker childbirth. Yeah. Is. I didn't know this. <laughs> so, Vicky, imagine my surprise. The first one was 28 hours. So, like, so I yeah. said, now nah, we've got <laughs> time. <laughs> we got to the hospital at 1.30. She had the baby at 1.38. I'm not joking. I was taking my time thinking we're, we're cool. This baby's not coming. This baby's, we're cool. No, the whole thing was about three or three and a half or maybe four and a half hours. Wow. With the third child now. That one just slipped out. <laughs> two hours, everything. Like literally, I delivered the baby myself. Oh, wow. In the car park. Of the hospital. You didn't even get into the hospital. We didn't get to the hospital. No. That's another story. But yes. And this is what I'm saying. So it was after they were like, yeah, you should know now. This is your third child. No, what? No. <laughs> this is why you need to go to the birthing classes. <laughs> what, what, is, what is you push now? You push. No. Pain. Ah, push. You. Ah. Yo, I didn't know this. Yeah. I really it gets didn't. quicker. I had no idea. So I'm expecting my next child two minutes out. Oh my God. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> I feel, and this is the thing, I know when you're in the experience, I don't know if you remember or not, but for a man, it's horrible to be dragging. seeing the woman that you love in, in pain, pain yeah. and then you can't do anything yeah. about it. It can't, like, I didn't know how to comfort her. Yeah. I really didn't, I didn't, I didn't know how. I think, I, that's why I had to have my mum there, because I feel like, Suji was just like, it was telling me, it's fine, it's fine. And I'm just like, that's not what I want to hear. Don't tell me it's fine. Yeah. I know it's fine, but... I want to shout right now. So don't tell me it's fine. <laughs> For the first, I just kept on saying sorry. So what's the way you tell me sorry? I think my wife broke up with me twice during the first childbirth. But obviously after the sec after yeah. the first, you know, more experience, I was just, you know, sometimes just be there to be at Yeah, least. Yeah, basically. That just, is just be there. I mean, you did this to me, so oh, take that it. Was the se- oh, that was the other thing. During the second childbirth, the second one, I was like, ah, I will never do this to you again. I was yeah, like, this right. is me. I said, I'm horrible. Hmm. I was, I'm a horrible person. But yo, oh no. I, like, you know what? Shout out to all the mothers everywhere, man. Ah! You do really well. Honestly, underestimate. We underestimate ourselves. And I feel like until you become a mother, every woman really doesn't know how, like, how, strong, how strong they, they are. are. That's until absolutely. you become a mother. It's a... Oh phenomenal experience i think with women and i think this is easier said than done but i'm saying this from my point of view for a woman if you've been through childbirth and you've held down you've gone through all the adversity Mm -hmm. in your life already by default women are at a disadvantage to men yeah it's not a level playing field already straight away right and then in addition to that, you become a wife, you become a mother and all that kind of and stuff. And you have to be doing excusa, excusa. Right. I think every woman who's gone through that should realize that they're stronger than they are. Yeah. One, you can achieve anything. Anything, anything. Anything they can. And I was telling somebody this at work. I think it was this week or last week. I said, I respect women. i tell you the reason why. You see, a woman who knows her power Hmm. And her prowess. And chooses not to use it. Ah, because one that does. One, because you can build empires and you can crumble empires. That's the bit I fear. That you keep a good woman on side, 
she'll be great to you. Whether it's friends, sisters, family members, wife, love, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah? You see, the moment one turns on you, please enter prayer. Honestly. Enter fasting. You know, it reminds me of please. like when me and Suji were dating and there were times where he would wrong me. And I'll just say to him, I'm like, if I cook for you, be scared. Because... <laughs> I could be poisoning you and you won't know. You won't know. But the thing is, I just feel like I'm such a nice person. <laughs> like, I'm what, I feel like, I, I mean, no one's ever wronged me to the point where I feel like I might kill someone. But I, I know myself and I know what I'm capable of. And I feel like if I ever get to that point, and that's why I've never been in a fight because I'm scared of what I would do. Yeah. So I try to avoid violence. I mean, the last time I'd hit someone, Tifa almost got knocked out. So I'm like, yeah, no, never again. So I'm like I I I stay away. Yeah. Um. When I see red, I see red. Yeah. So I'd I, rather I'm, not I'm see red. I've actually been warned not to. Yeah. Because I I don't know. You know they say some people don't know how to get angry. I'm one of those. I don't get angry. So when I do get angry, it's a problem. It's a problem. And people and will be looking at you like, why are you angry? You know, and the problem <laughs> with me is, the problem with me is when I'm angry, I actually forget what I'm angry about. I'm just now angry. And now you're talking sense to me. It's like, no. No. Like, no. Because <laughs> when you were doing your own, I did yes, complain. Yes. Let me do my own. <laughs> like, no, I don't even care. It's like, I'm going to spend Let me out. do like, my own. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally yeah. understand and I agree that. Do you know, uh, like, and this is like, even... Coming back to, you know, getting pregnant and having a baby, I'm just like, I completely understand women that choose not to go through that process because, like I said, it's a life-changing experience. It is. is. I mean, just pregnancy itself, going your body doing the most, you can't control it for nine months. You're doing all that changes is going on in your body. You have no control whatsoever for nine months. And then you have the baby. That's it for the rest of your life. Yeah. Women that choose not to do that. Just to the first part of my conversation I, I with Vicky. Do you know what? Because I think we should talk about this actually. And co-host of I think the there's Two this... Tired Moms podcast. How am I going to put it? Please join us next by week. By default. For the second By part. default. Thank you. Women you have just listened to. Yeah. You have just listened to. Right. My the Noble Faculty Podcast. The Noble Faculty Podcast.